Good morning, winner. Take a deep breath. Visualize the mountain of your success and look down at everyone who's ever doubted you. Fuck those losers. Fuck them in their stupid fucking faces. Are we gonna go to school or? What's two plus two? Isn't it crazy that it's the last day of school? Are you kidding me, Samantha? Go talk to her. She's got a really cute smile. Amy, do you know how many girls are gonna be up your vagina next year? Every time I come to visit you, you're gonna be scissoring a different girl. Dude, scissoring is not a thing. Don't knock it until you try it. Don't knock it until you tried it. It's the last day. We got you through high school. I need to go over the end of the year budget numbers. Can't we just graduate, head off to college? That should do it, right? We will persist. I can't hear you. I can't soundproof glass. We have to go to a party tonight. What? Nobody knows that we are fun. We didn't party because we wanted to focus on school and get into good colleges. And it worked. But the irresponsible people who partied also got into those colleges. I'm incredible at hand jobs, but I also got a 1560 on the SATs. We haven't done anything. We haven't broken any rules. Name one person whose life was so much better because they broke a couple of rules. Picasso. He broke art rules. Rosa Parks. Name another Susan one. Susan B. Anthony. God damn it. Picture this. I'm a bag of dicks. Put me to your lips. Hand sanitizer. Check. Chapstick. Check. Mace. Listen, it is very important that you keep the safety. Oh! Oh my god. But what can I say? Well, this seems excessive. Shotgun. Just kidding. I don't have one. Don't say we're having a date night. Why? It's funny your parents think we're boning. What you two have is special. We are going to show each other how much we care about each other. We'll probably just do a Korean face mask. I don't need to know all the words. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we will be reviewing Booksmart. This is the latest film from Annapurna Pictures, and it was directed by the fabulous Olivia Wilde. It was it, The movie is starring Caitlin Dever, Beanie Feldstein, Jessica Williams, Jason Sudeikis, and Billy Lord. I am joined by this review by a very special guest from the film community, Joe Ganey, everyone. Joe, how are you? Welcome back to the show. Hey, Dwayne. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to discuss Booksmart with you. Yes, I um, adored this film. I can't wait to just discuss it in full depth. Um, very excited to talk about it. So a little bit of backstory about the movie before we get right into our thoughts and all that stuff. The movie, basically, if you haven't heard about everyone, is about uh, two academic students and best friends realize that they should have worked less and played more on the eve of their high school graduation. They're determined not to fall short of their peers, so the girls try to cram four years of fun into one crazy night. Um, it was showed earlier this year, I think it was back in March or February at the South by Southwest, um, film festival and it received a lot of praise. And then they had, they held a lot of screenings for the movie after the, you know, the really good response and stuff from audiences. And I finally got to see it on Saturday. Uh, Joe, you finally got to saw it, see it as well. Um, mm -hmm. so let's get your thoughts. What did you think about the movie? 
Ooh, well, I mean, I don't want to go too hard too early, but I honestly think this is like instant classic. This is like, you know, Mean Girls, 10 Things I Hate About You. Like this is going to be a film that people are going to be watching for years. I think it's like generation defining, actually, in, in, in many ways. Right. And um, I don't think I'm being hyperbolic in saying that. Like the response, as, as you mentioned, has just been insane. Um, and I think people are finding a lot to love about it and a lot to relate to and also a lot to have fun with you know it's it's a fun film and sometimes you know like last year uh we had or goodness two years ago we had ladybird which people mm-hmm. loved but mm-hmm. you know thinking back on that film i don't know if fun is one of the words you would use to describe it you know it's quite it's quite heavy it's quite serious it is even, yeah. though, even though there is like comedic elements it's sort of a kind of a sad film in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um so it's nice to have a fun but meaningful teen drama, well, I, teen comedy. I totally agree because it's it's one of those. Um, it's you're right. It, even though it's R rated, it's one of those fun kind of you know coming of age kind of films, similar to like you know Super Bad and stuff like that, or even even Eighth Grade. Eighth Grade has it has its fun elements, but you know in the in the dark side of Eighth Grade, there is a lot of there's a lot of heaviness you know, based on his character mm-hmm. as far as, as far as dealing with depression and the, you know, the fear of uh, being left out and all that stuff. So that movie deals with that, even though there is some kind of fun undertones in it. Uh, this one is just all around fun. Of course, there's some moments of seriousness and, you know, emotions and stuff, which, which we'll get in, into that. Cause that was also great. But um, yeah, it, it's one of those movies kind of like similar to edge of 17 mm, and like, you yes. know, like there's a, there's a really underrated one that I love from a couple of years back called the duff. Um, I don't know if oh, you know. Yeah. If yes, yeah. yes, I do. Yeah. Like I see. Like I listen. I you you look at me from the first time. You think this guy loves sports, and this guy loves like action movies and shoot 'em up movies. But listen, <laughs> my my weakness is coming of age movies. I love 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 coming of age movies. Is like my jam. If you go into my movie collection, you'll probably see a lot more of those than you know you know the horrors and the actions and the superheroes. Um, because so when I saw the trailer, I immediately knew what I was getting myself into. I was like, this is going to be great. I just know it's going to be. Um, so I was very pleased by the South by Southwest reactions, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of months back. And I wanted to see it right away. And then I saw that it was coming out in um, in May. And I was like, good Lord. But finally got to see it. Really, 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 really enjoyed it. I can't say anything. Uh, I can't say I can't really say anything bad about it just because I had a, such a great time. My theater was crowded and they were like, like dying of laughter and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Everything was funny. The chemistry between um, Caitlin Dever and um, Beanie Feldstein, who's also in Lady Bird, um, yes. woot woot, and it, she was uh, she was also really good. Their chemistry was great. I think I liked her chemistry with um, Caitlin Dever more than Saoirse Ronan um just because you know they both seem like they both just seem like in their element and stuff like that just to have a good time you know so and then when there was parts when they had to you know when you you had to really phone it in and like get like a serious kind of moment from them they both you know did really well so um what are your thoughts on that what are some of the things that you enjoyed Absolutely. Uh, I'm happy that you mentioned eighth grade because, um, as you may have remembered, the last time I was on, I was still waiting for eighth grade to come out <laughs> in the UK. But I can tell your listeners, I have now seen eighth grade. And, Finally. Uh, but interestingly, they showed a trailer for Booksmart at my eighth grade screening. Oh, really? Um, Makes sense. So that, 
Um, and I was like, yes, that one. Um, and I was just really glad that I didn't have to wait 18 months to see it. But yes, it was all it was all good. Uh, I completely agree with you about their chemistry. Their chemistry is insane. And right. what I what I loved about it is that they're kind of obsessed with each other in the film. Yeah. You know, they're they're each other's whole world. And I found that just so relatable and so real. Um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't that long ago I was a teenage girl. Uh, and just that relationship you have with your best friend is so intense. Um, mm. And, it, you know, it is a, a kind of love. And that their lives revolve around each other. And, and that's why they're facing this massive change in their lives. And, and that's scary. And they don't want to let go. And they sort of want this last night to mm-hmm. to kind of bookend um this part of their this part of their lives and what i loved as well is that they're weird and they're yeah, like yeah. and they're dirty minded and they're like you know like sex positive and it's like mm-hmm. it's it's messy you know it's yeah, it's right. it's they're allowed to be human beings as well as kind of our idea of what girls you know in inverted commas should like act like I, um like I also really liked, you know, Olivia Wilde. This is her first directorial um, debut and stuff. And um, I just like, and I think she wrote some of. The, she wrote most of this. Um, had a couple of help from Susanna Fogel and Emily Halper. I hope I said those names right. But she had a couple of help from them on the writing side. But you know, I also I like, even though this is a very, because um, it, it is at the in the in the in the scheme of things, it is a straight a straightforward coming of age kind of indie kind of film and stuff like that which is not a bad thing of course not you know you need these kind of movies in the summertime and then like you know to go against the blockbusters and the crazy movies and all that stuff but uh i love the risk that olivia wilde takes in this kind of film because it's not like you know it's not it's not a by the numbers shot movie too there's a lot of interesting shots and cinematography choices that i really enjoyed as well too but i just like the risk taken that she took with the characters like for instance like you know she uh caitlin Devers' character uh she plays uh amy and beanie feldstein of course is molly but um you know caitlin Devers as amy amy's a lesbian and i really i i really liked the um it's sad to say uniqueness of that because we, we really don't see a lot of stories from the perspective of, you know, of like, you know, the LGBT community in these kind of films. It's usually like, oh, both of the girls are, are googly eyed over men and all this stuff. So I really like to, I liked the kind of switch that, you know, she was, yeah, Caitlin Dever was it, you know, she was focused on women and stuff like that. And then like, there was all, there's also like a, like I won't say sex scene, but like, like a, a love scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was kind of, um, yeah. it was kind of like, and it was kind of refreshing to see some representation for this community since we've, you know, we haven't seen it in such a long time in, in film, you know. And and it's not a coming out film, you know. She's yeah, she's, out, yeah. she's out already, so it's you know just her life and yeah, reality. She, Everyone knows, you know, stuff like that. She knows, like, the parts with her parents. It's just so great as far as, like, yeah. you know, when they're, like, you know, because they're, 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 you can tell they're loving parents and non-judgmental. And they're, even though they're trying to, like, be the great parents that they want to be, they're still awkward about it. You know what I mean? So, mm, like, uh, like, like every parent is, you know, right, talking right. about their, their child's love life. So, it's, right. Yeah. So I enjoy, I just enjoyed all of that because I feel like we haven't seen that in, in these kind of films in a while. So, you know, I liked that. I liked that little kind of aspect of the movie, you know, and representation is great and stuff like that. And Caitlin Dever, she's just, she was just so, I think she was like my highlight of the movie because I, you know, I haven't seen her in much. You know, I, 
I'm kind of used to Beanie Feldstein. I like her, you know, and, and uh, everything that she's in, she's great. Um, but Caitlin Dever looks like she was in Short Term Twelve. I know, I know, uh, Brie Larson is in that. But yeah, uh, she's, yeah, she was she was in Beautiful Boy. Um, and she the last was. that's why the she last was mm, the last time I saw her, she was ODing. So it was really nice to see her happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm bl- I completely blanked. I was like, where have I seen her before? Because I did not see Short Term 12, but I, she just looked so familiar. And I was like, oh, duh, beautiful boy. There you go. Thanks. Thanks, Joe. But I mean, Appreciate I mean, she is really like roughed up in Beautiful Boy. So, you know, yeah, like yeah. she's a drug addict. So, um, but uh, she's wonderful. I can't, I hope, you know, she goes on to like do more and more kind of quirky things like this and just, yeah, gets all right. the roles. Right. Um, but yeah, and you know what else I loved about it? Um, the supporting cast, I thought was... I was just going like, to ask you. Yeah, they were oh, great. I loved everyone, kids, you know? They, yeah, and they were like fully fleshed out characters too. You know, they yeah. were real people. Um, which you don't always get. You know, they, they can be quite two-dimensional, um, mm-hmm. the like, supporting cast. Like, because the thing about the thing that's great about this movie because like like i said the risk taking and like even though it's a it's a coming of age movie about you know you know one night and everything's going crazy and we've seen that like you know super bad and the hangover and all those kind of films but there's just something very unique about the film where like the characters all like you said they're fleshed out and like you know the one other there's a there's another uh lesbian in the film who um who kind of gets with Kaylin Dever's character later on in the movie, and she kind of had the, like layers to her character, and I was mm. like, oh, this is great, you know what I mean? And yeah, then, the like, world is so full. Yeah, and then like uh, I think who plays kid that plays Jared Skyler? He Skyler oh, Gasondo. Yes. He had layers, and he had a backstory. Uh, Billy Lord's character have some sort of a backstory. And what I one of my favorite scenes of the movie, um, even though it was kind of a funny scene, but kind of a serious one, and kind of a different take on just like you know the the average bully at school. I loved the whole thing because the trailers kind of does does this as they kind of show this part as well. But like she, you know, there's there's a scene where she's where um Beanie Feldstein's Molly. It's in the bathroom and she's overhearing, you know, these kids talk, making fun of her in a way. And she comes out and she kind of gloats that, hey, I'm going to go to this big prestigious school and stuff like that. And this, then this is kind of what leads into the actual plot of the movie. Mm. But um, this is like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the school. You guys did nothing and party and y'all going to go to these trash schools. And they're like, no, we're going to we're going to Harvard or we're going to this place and we're going to that place. And I'm like, that's so that's such an interesting take, because I, I remember in college, I was just like some of the people who were just crazy and batshit annoying and jumping off whatever you know like hammered i'm like how did you get here you know but it's just like it was such an interesting part and and different kind of take on the average bully about like you really never like you know you never know what someone is really doing and what something is going through at home and stuff like that you know what i mean so that's another mm-hmm. another kind of aspect of the movie that i enjoyed Absolutely. Yeah. It's, um, it really subverts expectations, I think, and stereotypes, like it really, and even, I think we're used to our kind of teen comedies, like with the cliques and like certain groups, but this, you know, everyone's just themselves. They're, they're, they're messy, complicated selves and they have different interests, but it's not like the popular kids and the jocks and the nerds. Everyone's sort of a mix of everything, which I think is real life. 
Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I, I just like the, the the different aspects of all the characters in the movie. You know, because you know, it, it they could have been the average. Oh yeah, I'm not going to school. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they could have been the average kind of Joe. But you know, that's what's that's like one way I just have to commend on the writing and the direction of the movie. And Olivia Wilde, like what a what a what a starting film to just you know, like I know, such a, right so off the great. bat. I mean, I'm I'm really excited to see what she does next because this feels like. Now, obviously, you know, we're like, oh, this came out of nowhere. It's, it hasn't. She's been, you know, putting in lots of hard work. But, you know, it right. seems like it's come out of nowhere. So uh, I'm really excited to see where she goes. You mentioned um, Billy Lord. And I just, oh, my God, she, she was, was just. She, she, was so she had me in hysterics <laughs> when she kept popping up everywhere. I was like, how are you getting around? <laughs> yeah, just... she was just so great. Um, she was so good. Because I usually like, as far as Billy Lord, I I, I usually I'm usually usually very lukewarm on Billy Lord because I feel like she plays the same kind of character in in like every movie or like TV show. Like I remember I was introduced to her in Scream Queens, um, in that show, and then she was in you know the Star Wars movies and all these other. I've shows, only so. seen her in Star Wars, um, and that was obviously a tiny role, so I had no impression, um. Right, yeah, she usually, yeah. like, like because in Scream Queen, she plays this kind of, she plays this kind of, like, you know, kind of, like, like, girl who doesn't care about anything, and it's kind of, like, the lines are, are, are preached the same and stuff like that, and then I saw her in another, another movie where she was playing the exact same character, so when I saw her, I didn't know she was in the movie at first, but when I saw her come up on screen, I was like, oh, okay, um, but I liked it, she did, she was different, you know, and she was, like, kind of crazy and i haven't gotten to see her kind of in a crazy role like that so i enjoyed her as well and like like you said like the supporting cast was just very very strong and i, I think that's what helped what elevated the film too because the chemistry between uh the two main as far as molly and amy and then the supporting everything was strong so i really enjoyed that too yeah was, uh, i'm still on the supporting cast it was noah galvin um, yeah who i just thought was so funny and like really went in 110 percent. like he just like there's a whole murder mystery set up and he just like yeah i i thought he was yeah close. i um i one of my i'm i'm on imdb looking at the cats and i don't remember names too much but there was the one uh, the one w woman who oh triple a was that her name they kind of gave her like a nickname yeah uh molly gordon i i liked her as well she was the one of the ones in the bathroom Mm -hmm. Who was telling her? Who was telling her? You know, kind of like you shouldn't judge and all that type of stuff. I liked her because she has like a redeeming moment at the end, and I really enjoyed that too. Yeah, and again, that felt um, real. You know, right, like, right. She's fully, fully dimensional uh, character. There is one sort of tiny subplot that is um, mm. I'd like to talk to you about, it, and it's something I'm kind of still unpacking in my head now. It is a little bit spoilery, okay, tiny bit. So. Spoiler warning. Spoiler but, warning, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so Jessica Williams, who we haven't mentioned yet, plays their teacher. Uh, the yes. Kind of cool, they're kind of cool teacher, and she's really fabulous in it. But there is a part where she sleeps with one of her students. Yeah. And now he he's 20 in it because he had to repeat seventh grade twice, and they kind of go out of their way to, like, let us know that. But mm -hmm. that, I, I, I didn't. I didn't love that uh, because I thought if that was the other way around and it was a male teacher and a female student, I just don't think that would have made it in. So I'd love to know your take on that. 
I it was definitely look, when they kind of did that reveal at the end. I was like because I liked there's a part where she kind of shows up, you know, in the in the sake of Amy and Molly that I liked. You know what I mean? It was a nice cool sure, surprise. Yeah. Like oh yeah, you know, it's the cool teacher back again. But they uh, as far as that little subplot, I agree with you. It was definitely one thing I was like ah, I couldn't have couldn't have, couldn't have done without. It's a nice gag I guess at first, but then when once you think about it, you're just like well, I mean. It doesn't really work, but I definitely, I definitely, yeah, I definitely kind of agree because, like, yeah. I like her character and I, and I liked her being only used sort of for that moment as far as the ending with um Amy and Molly and mm-hmm. how she kind of takes them out of, you know, kind of digs them out of a hole a little bit. But uh, as far as that other plot, as far as the student, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I thought, I don't think it could have been, it should have been in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it had no bearing on the plot, so it could have been. Yeah, um, yeah. Out. But that is my only tiny little, like, criticism of the film in general because I adored everything else, so. Um. I, I guess if we're going to criticisms, my only criticism as far as the movie goes is when, like, um, Eighth Grade does this a lot, too, but, like, it doesn't do it as much as this film does. Um, I liked... I, I love it, of course, and stuff like that, but as far as, like, scene transitions, every scene transition was, like, a new pop song and a new song mm. on the speakers, <laughs> and I, I can kind of deal with a little bit, like, two, like you know, like, I can kind of deal without two of those, you know, two or three of those. But like literally every scene is like a, you know, a new song or a new hip hop song. You know, I think it was like, I think it was set in like California. It looks like kind of. Um, yes. So it had that kind of West Coast vibe and a lot of the music and stuff, which I like. The soundtrack is dope. But um, I, I don't want I, I didn't it, at some moments it felt like a music video. But. I, you know, because I know a lot of movies do that, like, you know, like Suicide Squad. We all talk about how that was. But, you know, that's just a, a, that's just a tiny nitpick. A tiny, tiny nitpick. Yeah, that's fair. Other, that's a fair yeah. one, I think. Yeah. Other, other than that, like, I, I, it's one of my favorite movies of the year so far. Um, and I and I and I definitely like want to watch it again at some point, whenever down the line. Maybe maybe this weekend it's officially out this weekend, so I definitely want to rewatch it and give it a nice, you know. And it's definitely gonna be one of those films that I end up buying at the end of the year whenever it comes out. But I enjoyed it, so um, let's get some final thoughts on your end. Um, any final thoughts from the movie? My final thought is I hope everyone goes to see it, and I'm really glad that it's out in the US and the UK at the same time, so they can kind of generate like as much buzz as possible, um, and everywhere else in the world, of course, but just for our purposes, those two places. Um, and that, I, I completely agree with you. I, I'm looking forward to going again. I want to support it financially. I want to support Olivia Wilde as a filmmaker. I want to support female-led films. I'm really happy that we've had this, and it's a great start to the summer season. Agreed. Totally agree. Like it's a nice, it's a nice break because you know it's a nice break from the End Games and the Godzillas and the Aladdin coming up. Like you know, every week we have to choose a movie of the week. You know, as far as what's coming out that week and this week, you know, it was supposed to be Aladdin, but then I saw that Booksmart was coming out. You know what? Let's make it Booksmart because Booksmart's a nice little indie film that pe- people should go out the way to see it. And I think a lot of people will because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people will have a good time with it because, you know, once again, my early screening on Saturday was just crowded and everyone was having a good time. And it was and it was a mixed age. It, it wasn't like one set age group. It was like from teenagers to like middle to like, you know, middle age to like, you know, just got out of a nursing home. It was crowded. <laughs> it was it was great. So, um, good atmosphere. It's one. Of, it's also another one of those good movie 
good movie theater atmosphere kind of films. You know what I mean? Where everyone's having a good time. The mood is very, you know, the yep. move, the mood is very high. And I, and I love that. So, um, yeah, definitely recommend, um, everyone make sure you guys go see book smart. Um, if you seen it and you want to tell us what you thought about it, let, let us know what you thought about it in the comments, whether you listen to this on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Podbean, or Spotify. Um, Joe, thank you for coming on the show. Please thank let you. the listeners know where they can find you. I'm usually lurking around Twitter all hours of the day. You can find me at J underscore Gainey, which is G-E-A-N-E-Y. Come say hey. We'll chat about Booksmart. <laughs> um, and yes, I will add all of your, I will add your social media and the links below. Thank you, thank you once again for coming on the show and I'll let you get thank some you sleep so now. <laughs> getting late here, but this it's is late over it there. Was, it was worth staying up for. <laughs> thank right, you. Right, right. <laughs> of course, of course. Anytime. Um, yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. We will talk to you soon. My name is Dwayne. That was Joe. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.